0: that first reading from Ecclesiastes is a little dry, it's, it's kind of the whole book is like reminding us, hey this life it's passing, it's unpredictable don't hold on to it too tight because you were made for more, but here you have the famous line, I think it was even a song written about it later years ago in the, in the 70s, but um, it's a time for everything, time to win time to be champions, time to lose time to survive time to, to plant and to sow time to, to uproot and it's a challenge for us as Christians to know hey you take everything in stride You win with pride, you lose with dignity, you move forward. You receive this life as it comes, and it's a little broken. We're looking for greater things to come. This gospel is very profound, as our Lord asks us that deep question, which is the question of life. Who is Jesus Christ for you? It's a real answer, but how you answer that question changes everything. And I won't go into it here, I just think it, because we hear it often, it's actually mentioned in all of the gospels, but... Notice our Lord's interests. First he says, who do the people out there say that I am? And maybe he cared a lot, maybe he didn't because he'd only be just begun. But then he looks at those 12, those men, that team that was so close to him. He says, now you, but you, I want to know who you say that I am. That heart of our Lord Jesus Christ who actually cares what those closer to him think of him. That intimate heart, that's that human sensitive heart that is not indifferent when we say, Lord, I really don't care who you are, leave me alone. You really don't have much of a place in my life. Our Lord looks at each one and says, who do you say that I am? We'll come back to that because he goes on to say the Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected and be killed. And sometimes in our day and age, we've heard that so many times for 2,000 years. He must suffer. Jesus had to suffer. God had to lay down life as his only son. It's almost like it's automatic. He just had to follow the rules and suffer, and that's how it had to go. We miss a really big part of that. To save you, he had to suffer. He had to be rejected. He had to be crucified. If he was going to save you. So the turnaround is, you were so valuable to him that he chose to suffer and to die for each one of us by name. Such that when St. Paul was asked that question, who do you say that I am? For Paul, he answered very loudly and clearly, I live by faith in the Son of God. You are the Son of God who loved me and died for me. It's personal, not abstract, not impersonal. Our Lord looks at each one of us. There's a song that's been stuck in my head the last few days, but part of the refrain says, I saw it all. All that I was going to go through, Jesus says, I saw it all. Saw what you were going to do to me. Saw how many times you would reject me. And still I chose the cross. You were the one that I was thinking of. We're simply invited to share a little bit, not only in our Lord's life, but even in his suffering. In this version luke's gospel has him identify himself or be identified as you are the christ you are in other words the anointed one for what it's worth that's who you are in confirmation that word confirmation in other languages it's the sacrament of chrism of christ of the anointing of god why are you anointed you're anointed to share in christ's life and his suffering when they Pushing you around on the field and you're suffering, it's a little different in sports, you kind of chose it, but at the same time you can offer it. Lord, I take this hit for you. I push myself a little harder for you. If I can share a little bit more in your sacrifice, in my daily duties, because this is what you call me to do today, I offer it with you. All the more so, Padre Pio shows us what it means to suffer with Christ. One of the miracles of his life that was most photographed, were the wounds that he was allowed to suffer. They call it the stigmata. It's a weird word, but he was, he was allowed, and there are bandages all over his hands and his side. As for no reason that we could explain, science can explain it, medicine, medical doctors can explain why he had these bleeding wounds that hurt him so much. He was allowed to share in the crucifixion physically. It's only happened to a few people in history that we know of, but Pilate Pio was one of them, and he was photographed. And the doctors who first came thought it was some crazy thing that he was making up, but they tested him not so gently in the 1950s. He was allowed to share physically in the suffering of Christ. Our Lord invites us, do you want to share in my cup, in my sufferings? Most of us as human beings, we kind of say, no, I don't want to suffer. But when you realize that someone suffered for you first, Lord, I, I would like to carry some of that with you. Lord, if I meant that much to you, help me to realize how much you mean to me. And yes, I would drink, I would drink that cup with you. We ask the grace to take that, not to run from suffering when it comes, but to realize he's suffering with us and we're invited to suffer with him. Amen. Amen. St. Charles Borromeo, pray for us.